Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Digital Bounds Podcast. My name is Leon Hitchens, and with me, as always, I have Andy Rubin. Hey, what's up? Chad, I don't oh, know wait. what he sounds like, so... <laughs> I, I, mm, I'm not sure, actually. I've like heard him talk once a, or twice. I feel like he'd have a low voice. Very soothing, like... Hello, guys. Hey guys. My name is Andy Rubin, and here's my <laughs> essential phone. So we actually have Sunny. It's at Sunny Singh IO on Twitter. If you want to tweet him and say he's doing a terrible impression of uh, Andy Rubin. Yeah. Uh, so we're recording on a Tuesday at 8 p.m. Um, Sunny couldn't do it on the weekend. I was tired. And then yesterday, Monday, I'm just lazy in general. So. <laughs> Uh, we didn't get to it till today. This will be out on Wednesday, so when you're listening, it's Wednesday. I edited it on Wednesday, so. Hey, at least we're keeping to like kind of a weekly schedule. I haven't missed a week yet. We're doing. I thought this week we we're gonna miss, but there's just so much news, and you you said like, hey, let's just do it, and I was like, oh, I guess. Yeah, because like there's a central phone and the Android O release, so like or not the release, but the announcement, so. Like, I don't really want to be a week late on that. That's very true. Uh, before we start, I'd like to plug um, our project. So, of course, the podcast is the Digital Bounds Podcast, so you can read all the news on digitalbounds.com. But we also have a new little side project that I'm doing. It's called Gadget Smart. Um, the domain's clever. I, I think it's very clever. It's Gadget sm.art so that's gadget smart when it's spelled out but it's gadget sm.art um, it's bite-sized gadget reviews so you don't have a long time to read a review we offered those bite-sized condensed gadget reviews that you get directly in an email inbox or on your favorite podcast player we're using anchor for our podcast so you might want to use anchor to call in ask questions comment it's really cool because you can call in and do all that but you can also listen on google play or uh, overcast pocket cast or um, apple podcast so there's that newsletter as i said and that's really all there is there's no blog or anything it's just a simple uh, go-to like newsletter and podcast uh, it was really uh, kyle's idea and i'm super excited to do it i've just i've been so swamped the past like three four days that I haven't really jumped on it yet, but be on the lookout for all that new content on Gadget Smart. That's gadgetsm.art. All right, awesome. Uh, do you want to jump in? Do you want to? Do you have a topic you want to start with? Yeah, I mean, let's just talk about the central phone. What do you think? I'm. I'm. Let me start. I guess let me start then. So the central phone. It's Andy Rubin's uh, latest project. He's uh, what like four or five weeks late now it's finally out the phone looks really nice it's simple there's no brown branding it's a uh, pure android with small like tweaks and changes to like the nav bar to make sure it fits with that little cutout on top but overall i i just feel like this phone's a piece of shit like i just i don't think they really hit the mark with this phone i just i don't know i I see the pixel as more appealing because of the camera and everyone says like oh like this phone's great for like just being a pure android phone but this is wrong the camera's not that great uh the cutout is kind of awkward and then there's like a few other like awkward things that 
they just didn't really nail. So I feel like in the grand scheme of Android phones, this like ranks really low on like the scale. I'd rather buy Galaxy S8 or an LG G6 or like maybe a OnePlus 5 or a OnePlus, what is it? Is there a OnePlus 5, right? Yeah, I think so. So OnePlus 5. I would rather buy one of those phones over the central phone. But I, I want to hear your thoughts because I know you were you were well, like on on the train for a little while. Yeah, so well my bottom line for this phone is that for seven hundred dollars I don't think it's worth it. Uh, or at least not yet until we start seeing more um, of other phones being released, the new if there's a new Galaxy this year, if there's a new Pixel two, but yeah, so for 700 I don't think it's worth it. But seeing, like, kind of breaking it down, I think the design is really nice. Uh, seeing, you know, a couple of people get their hands on it, seeing it on video. Uh, I think it looks really good. I know the cutout, like, I personally, I don't mind it. It looks fine. I think that, you know, it is tall, a tall um, status bar, but... On video, it seems fine. It, it, they've, I think they've blended it really well. They have certain apps, um, some of the native apps kind of integrate it with, with it really well. And then if you have an app that doesn't integrate, like Instagram, it kind of just looks like a normal Android phone. So I think they've done that pretty well. Um, yeah, but as far as like an Android phone goes, there's a lot of things that they still have to improve, like with the camera software. So I, I just don't know. I think they're lacking on the, maybe on the software end and just adding more features for that price point have you i think the industry like trend is android manufacturer says our camera's not that great right now but we're going to refine it with software and then those refinements for the software happen they're they're minor and mm, they're okay but i i have never seen like uh, Android phone really refine their camera w through software and fix like all the bugs. Like there's small refinements, but nothing crazy though. I, yeah, it's just, always it's always small improvements. It's not something grand. And then, like the Pixel hasn't really improved dramatically. It's still a really good camera, but uh, yeah, it's it's always like a small improvement from when they released the phone. But, but I know the essential phone camera the designer developer behind that camera is actually the one who worked on the iphone camera and i know that they've stood behind that camera and said that like the pixel is it uses heavy hdr and it's very punchy and the iphone is is a little more yellow and then the central phone of course is a little more yellow and they claim that they wanted to be closer to real life than actually um, punchy like the pixel phone but i i think the punchiness of those images like the super like d uh, deep blacks and all the bright colors and the pixel camera like look really great on the the screen of the pixel now when you share those pictures onto an iphone or another android phone those pixel uh, photos do look a little like over over uh, saturated so maybe they're just not optimizing for the hardware and i feel like a lot of that a lot of the story of the central phone is like the screen's too tall the no apps really support that and it's a lot of software problems that essential's really having well, i like what they're doing with the camera though because it's two sensors one kind of 
uh, focuses more on uh, the monochrome sensors so it takes in more light and it just takes in like more light and colors and then the other sensors just worried about like the sharpness of the image I believe um, and then the software is supposed to combine them and create that kind of really uh, eye-popping image but again it's so that like the hardware is there and it's not the first phone that's done this but the hardware is there the problem is the software will need to catch up and they're just in a really big rush and right now the cameras as far as i know hasn't really been good on this yeah they, they were in that rush because they wanted to be like the galaxy note 8 out the iphone they wanted to be in this little lull of like hardware release cycles because of course everyone's talking about the essential phone there's no other phone on the market right now everyone has the opportunity to just say well i guess let's look at the phone but i feel like the phone's going to be relegated to hardcore android fans who want a pure android experience from like the android founder and it's a super small niche and then like reviewers and youtubers who are like i want this phone just to have it yeah i think i understand what they were trying to do just releasing it before all the new phones come out but i feel like if they just refined it and released it after all the new phones um assuming they would <clears throat> still <clears throat> sorry um Assuming they would still keep, like, just add a couple of new features here and there, um, depending on what the Pixel 2 looks like and, and whatnot, I feel like they would have a much better chance. Because I feel like a lot of people will just forget about this phone once the new phones do release. So it's, it's just going to be forgotten. No one's going to care about it. It's very true. Uh, if we want to talk about Android and Andy Rubin, why don't we talk about Android Oreo? Yum. <laughs> Yum. Uh, so Android Oreo is out. It's Android 8.0 Oreo. Uh, the release video, if you've seen it, Sunny, I think it's just a really cool video. Have so I actually have not it? seen it because it was announced today, right? Or no, maybe mm, no, it was yesterday. Yesterday, the 21st, because it was. The video is like. They played off the clips, so I don't know if they were waiting for this or or Google was like, we need something really clever for Android Oreo, and everyone was like, oh, we we don't have anything. And all of a sudden, an intern comes over, hey, the eclipse is next week. Why don't we do it then? <laughs> and everyone was like, great idea. Um, it it's just really like a video where the the clips is happening and then as the clips happens it's like a meteor coming down but it's actually an oreo cookie it hits the ground <laughs> it turns into an android and you have the little because you know every version of android has um a statue out in front of google headquarters so they have the oreo android and it i just think it's just a really clever video where they're using the clips and all the androids are there and they're throwing like oreos left and right and it's just it's just a clever video compared to all the other ones. If you look it up on YouTube, I think it's it's a really, really interesting video. Yeah, I need to watch it. Like, I, I like that they took a meta approach to it. Um, but I, I'm assuming they didn't talk about any of the new, or like show any of the new features of Android O. Uh, honestly. Announcing the name, like, and just have a bunch of Oreos. Well, they already announced all the features. It's been a developer preview for I don't know what, how long, like two, three months now. Oh, so I guess the video is just specific to the name. Yeah, like all all they're talking about is the name is because 
you know how they've been doing in recent like iterations is they talk about uh the software at google io and then like a month or two later they announce um the name and then the pixel start getting or sorry the flagship phone which in this case is the pixel gets it and then all the other phones start to get it so really the refinements are on notifications it's on battery life it's on um, managing apps in the background it's on the home screen it's just a small like set of iterations that make Android more like iOS in the end and other than that it's there's no like radical changes I think this is the most iterative launch of Android in like recent history yeah I like iterative uh, improvements I, I don't know if they needed to launch a whole new OS though because or a whole new version because Android Oreo is not going to become coming on any current Android phones like all the ones out there are probably not going to get Oreo updates for what six months to a year if any of them actually do get an update well I guess this is where essential could kind of get back in the spotlight showing off that they can they can get updates really quickly um, because it's a very lightly skinned version of Android so they could they should be able to release updates very quickly they should but I don't know how how much effort they're gonna put into it because they did say the central phone would get like uh, new hardware accessories the modules every couple of months so they have a long way to catch up to like the moto mods um, but Andy wants to focus on like their smart home product and they have like a bunch of other things so I don't know how long they're gonna support this phone and if they're gonna release a new one next year so Oreo more than likely probably will come to the central phone but how many other phones are gonna get it? like is the Galaxy S8 gonna get it is like the next six line of phones gonna get it like I want to know if these phones are gonna get them when they're gonna get it but Google's not that open about everything they're just kind of like okay yeah, I wonder if the 6P is actually going to get this because it's reaching uh, what two years now. I'm not sure if if they're going to get. It. I feel like they should because supposedly but... Google only supports uh, release updates for a year. Um, I think like it's two, three. Updates. I think it's three. It's three years. They say yeah. It says right now if you own a Pixel, Pixel XL, Pixel C, Nexus 5X, Nexus 6P, and a Nexus player. You can get the download links right now, so your phone will get it. Okay, cool. So I mean, maybe that'll fix planning... all your problems. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see. Yeah, I'll see how it how it goes, but I'm planning on getting the Pixel Two, unless it's just absolutely atrocious. Well, the Pixel Two rumors there. There's the rumor that the Pixel Two will come in like two iterations bezel version and then the yeah. larger screen bezel list version so would yeah, you go for the larger screen yeah i would get the excel for sure but i think it's interesting like it should be the same phone just a different screen size uh, at the same time i guess it makes sense with the excel um you know just being small like having small bezels so it's not going to be that much bigger it's just the bigger screen size but yeah, I feel like the smaller one will probably just have like a top lip and a and a bottom chin, just because yeah. they'll like they'll maybe use a different screen technology or they'll they'll want to like 
hide some extra sensors up there and the larger screen you'll be able to hide them in other spots so it kind of makes sense but at the same time it's going to com- add confusion to like the pixel lineup mm-hmm. yeah it's more of a technological issue yeah so android o- o- oh oh android o oreo is going to be out in like the near future you probably won't get it on any phone in the near time but at least you're gonna at least it's gonna like start rolling out to some phones if we're gonna continue on like talking about google let's talk about youtube tv uh youtube tv is expanding to other markets very very quickly they actually just expanded to um 14 new U.S. markets, which means 50% of households have access to YouTube TV. Um, they launched in my market in like Austin, uh, Denver, um, Kansas City, like Riley, Durham, Salt Lake City, San Diego, Salt, San, St. Louis. So they're expanding very quickly. Uh, I've been using YouTube TV like for the past like five, six days, and I'm highly unimpressed. Like I just, Hulu Live TV is so much better, and the problem that I have with YouTube TV is it's a separate app. It doesn't actually integrate like with YouTube. So when you go to YouTube on like the Xbox One app, it's it's not just like live TV mixed in with your subscriptions. Um, when you're on YouTube.com, you have to like like go find like actual live tv it's not just intermixed i wish they just intermixed everything onto one like core experience but so how does hula does it is it just uh, a new subscription and it's all integrated within the current like website and app yeah it's just you subscribe to it and it's like an upgrade you just literally go like upgrade and then it appears in the hulu app it it shows you on-demand tv uh, live TV and then some of it's even like mixed where you're watching a live show and it's like do you want to watch previous episodes yeah the only issue I find with Hulu TV is that there's a bunch of add-ons like it feels kind of like traditional TV because you have to like oh I want HBO I want um, I don't know Showtime or whatever and you have to add these channels onto your subscription well I feel like like all of them are like that because if you have YouTube TV, you have to get YouTube Red to have ad-free still on YouTube. Plus, maybe you're, you want HBO, so you got to go to a different subscription. You're still going to want Netflix. And then don't forget about Hulu because you, you're going to want to watch some on-demand TV. And then maybe you're going to add Showtime in or you're going to add in um, another streaming service like CBS All Access. And the next thing you know, you have a $200 streaming bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't really solve the problem (laughs) no it actually creates more of a problem because you have all these services doing like different um, streaming packages like the recent announcement with disney disney is going to do their own streaming package unfortunately i have a child well that's that's not the unfortunate part but she's going to want to watch disney channel and i'm going to have to pay for that disney subscription (laughs) because netflix won't no longer will have uh some of her shows that she really likes so that's gonna be another like fifteen dollars on my plan. <laughs> yeah, and like, this, I, I hate this problem that Google has of just they want to create a new app for every little service that they create, and just especially in this case, it just doesn't make sense not to integrate it into YouTube. 
Like, I just, I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, you know, it's, it's like, oh, like with messaging, they have like so many apps now that they're just going to have so many video apps. I feel like next week they're just going to get like, I don't know, like YouTube video <laughs> or something. Well, they have YouTube music, they have um, Google Play music, and then they also have like, what do you, you have? Um... Well, at least YouTube Red and music are within the same subscription. But yeah, there was like this uh, yeah, YouTube music app that they released also. Well, and the music services are supposed to like kind of intertwine now. YouTube music is supposed to be like all together, but they've been saying that for I don't know how long now. And I just, I'm really upset that YouTube just didn't integrate YouTube TV with YouTube.com. Like, I, I just don't get it. Like, why do you want to separate your video services? Because if you go to YouTube.com and you start seeing like live video intermixed with your actual like favorite YouTuber, I think you would spend so much time on YouTube proper. Mm-hmm. You would go, I'm going to watch Philip DeFranco, Casey Neistat. You know, I want to watch The Simpsons afterwards. And you're in one app and you just go bing, 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 bing. There's no problem there. You just It's one fluid experience. But now you have to go, well, I'm going to jump from YouTube TV app to YouTube.com or to YouTube app. It's just it's so un, just un-user friendly. It's, it's yeah, un-user friendly. None. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> So would you say like if someone's just wants to like cut the cut the cord, would you go with Hulu TV, or do you still think, or is it like a couple things alongside Hulu TV that you would still need? I like Hulu TV because it has HD TV and I can watch like House Hunters, <laughs> and YouTube TV doesn't have HD TV, so I would personally side with you. H yeah, what HD TV? Oh, okay. I, I thought right? you're, I thought I keep hearing you say HD TV. I'm like I hope it's HD. <laughs> yeah, HGTV, the House Hunters and everything. Yeah. So YouTube TV is missing a few channels, and Hulu is missing like local channels. YouTube has those local channels, but I don't know how important that is to people. Uh, I think that's Hulu, super important because a lot of people want to watch live events and some sports. I, I suppose, but my more concern is like, can I watch my uh, This Is Us on demand and also watch it live? Like, the only plus for YouTube TV is it has unlimited DVR. Uh, Hulu is limited to like. It's like 200 hours, right? I was going to say 100 or something, but 200 maybe. I thought it was like 10. Oh, 50 hours of cloud DVR storage. Okay, 50. I was like, 10 seems a little low, but 50 (laughs) makes a little more sense. But still, 50, you're going to fill up with two or three movies and maybe like four or five shows. Mm -hmm. YouTube TV, you can literally like DVR every show you want and just have it on demand. Yeah, I mean, it is YouTube is cheaper by five bucks, but... It, it's it's all pretty negligible considering what offers what yeah well and then the, the five buck difference you, you might end up paying for youtube red to get the originals and ad free so mm-hmm. you're gonna yeah, end up paying as much as hulu 
They should have combined that. Like, not just the separate app thing. They should have combined YouTube Red subscription with uh, YouTube TV. Yeah, I just... Maybe they'll do it in the next year or two, but how Google is, I just... I don't foresee them ever, like, consolidating their stuff. But so, but the other thing with Hulu TV, like, is it available on Chromecast? Yes. Or, okay, so... Because at first, when they released, they didn't have certain devices... Yeah, but that was very like minor. It was just, it was a bunch of like uh, DRM problems that they had. Mm-hmm. But the Hulu app, they updated it everywhere. It's just one app. It's like the Netflix app. If it's, okay. it's the same thing on your iPad, on your TV, on your Android phone, on your iPhone. It's just like a web app that they've converted to a native app on xbox and your phone and stuff okay yeah it looks like so the only main ones they don't support is um like hulu.com and roku yeah anything else that they support yeah so it's a hard choice personally i'm trying out youtube tv but i'm liking more of um hulu just because the experience is in one integrated app i don't have to deal with like two different apps with youtube so that's my big takeaway so far. I'm going to write something about it, but so far is that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Uh, the other little piece of news that I want to talk about, it's it's minor, but it's related to cryptocurrency. So Bitstamp and blockchain, which are like the leading um, markets, they're the leading websites to buy and sell uh, Bitcoin, are adding support for ethereum so bitstamp it's like all these names are like bitcoin related because that was the only currency back in the day and they all revolved around bitcoin and everything but them adding the support for ethereum is like really key here and so bitstamp is like coinbase right um i guess you could say it's like coinbase i would consider it more of just like yeah i guess you could say it's like coinbase but they only buy and sell on Bitcoin. Oh, it's just for Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah, all these were just for Bitcoin, and now they're adding Ethereum. That's interesting. Yeah, it's it's a small little like tidbit, but it's important because Bitcoin is becoming like increasingly expensive. At what? It's four thousand. It was at 4100 earlier, but it's at $4,077. So that's that's a lot of money. And Ethereum's right now at 300 That's a little more accessible to anybody who wants to buy into, like, cryptocurrency. Now, if you really want to, like, get on something early and have something a little more stable, more than likely I would go for Litecoin. I think you bought some, right? Yeah, I have two right now. And... It definitely has its minimum and high. Uh, it goes up and down, but you know that it typically won't dip be- um, below a certain amount. I think it's... Like, what, 45 the, or something now? Yeah, 40. I think the lowest ha- has ever been maybe it's like 35, right? Yeah, it was like 27 for a while, and then it jumped up to 40-something. It's just like Ethereum right now is like lingering around 300 and today it went up to like 350 345 and went back down to 315 so ethereum's fairly stable at the moment 
I'm hoping for like a jump in price just because I'm invested in Ethereum. And I have, I think I have one Litecoin and one Ethereum. So I've had Bitcoin in the past, but I ended up selling too early. And I regret yeah, it a little bit, but literally. it's whatever. I can't do anything about it now. <laughs> uh, so you want to jump to personal news? Any personal news, Sonny, you want to start? Uh, not really. It's just been a really busy week for me, just mainly with work. Um, so, yeah, still yeah. anchoring. Uh, Anchor.fm slash Sunny Sing. And... Uh, I am planning on, like, Leon and I were talking, um, planning on branding, like, renaming my podcast. So, uh, I know we were talking about doing, like, commutes with Sunny, and I actually I, I thought, really like that. I'm actually thinking Sunny Commutes, because it's kind of like a double pun or wordplay, I guess. It's like, uh, when I'm recording, it's like, I'm commuting, Sunny Commutes, but it's also... Like, if the day is a sunny day, it's a sunny commute if you're listening in the car. I do like that. And then your cover art have, like, a little car with you in it and then the sun. Yeah, yeah I was mocking <laughs> up some... Well, the sun, I I, I don't I don't feel like going towards that route. But, yeah, the car, for sure. You have to do a sun. You have to. <laughs> nah. Uh, I, so I'll put I've, the moon I really in front like of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can do an Oreo, too, along the way. <laughs> Uh, I, I really like the podcast so if you guys have a chance check it out on Anchor check out, check Digital Bounds out there I, I podcast there sometimes uh, my personal news really is just uh, Gadget Smart and then oh man there was one other thing uh, I forget now did I write yep. it down this time? no I, I failed to write it down I literally had it in my head and now um, I'm just job hunting still, and once that's all set and done with, I'll have a more steady schedule to go back to doing what I was doing with writing and podcasting. So, well, that yeah, we might be, be able to do this a lot easier with that change. Yep, I won't be. I won't have like a odd schedule where I work nights and everything. So, it would be much much better. Oh, man, I just don't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> so, oh, did you be, were you able to catch the eclipse? Uh, you know, being in Texas, it was only like half of an eclipse. So, I actually had an interview at that time, and I just I was like, eh, I don't I don't feel like going outside. It's it's hot and dirty and bugs. So I was like, I'm gonna stay inside. <laughs> so I kind of regret because um, I was two hours away from Charleston, where they were in the path of totality so you'd get a full eclipse um i mean we still got 98 percent, but it was still pretty bright out um but casey neinstadt went there so i kind of regret not going because i could have had a chance to see him there but uh it is what it is yeah it's it's like it's one of those things like 2024 there's supposed to be a total total eclipse that crosses um like middle America, so it's like San Antonio, Austin, uh, St. Louis, New York, and everything, and it kind of goes like across that way. So it's from Mexico up upwards, and I think that's really when I'll be more interested because it's going to be like a total eclipse. I'll be able to like go there and actually see it. 
Yeah, but it was it was pretty cool though. I think I think it was a little overhyped personally. Yeah, overhyped for sure. Um, like people were buying uh, those uh, eclipse glasses for like twenty five dollars, ten dollars. It was crazy. Yeah, but now you can buy them for like three, three or four. Well, it was just like a supply and demand thing. Well, I know, but now now you can stock up for for the next one. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna make so much bank. Yeah, screw Ethereum. Just get eclipse glasses. Yep, so in like 2024, you can sell them to everybody. <laughs> so that's all the news that we have for this week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. We're all digital bounds. Uh, Anchor, uh, check us out as Gadget Smart and Digital Bounds. Either or, just favorite our channel. Sunny is Sunny Singh on there. Uh, Sunny on Twitter is Sunny Singh IO. I'm at Leon Hitchens. If you have questions, comments, concerns, uh, anything, just tweet us. We, we like talking to people normally. And I think that's it. Is that everything, Sonny? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. See ya.